Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Friday afternoon, 5.02. Aaron Sexton, Tom Barfield is broadcasting live. And uh, we're having a little trouble with Tom. We'll, uh, we will uh, effort to get him back. Um, having a little trouble with the connection. So right now we're going to talk with Dave Tepper from Dave, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Dave, how are you doing on this wonderful, wonderful Friday for Texas high school football. Doing excellent. Another big night of Texas high school football ahead, more than 600 games scattered, scattered across the state. And I think that we're in a, in a bit of a, a weird spot in the season, to be quite frank, because we have this uh, situation where a lot of teams are in district play. They're starting district play. Uh, there's still a fair amount of non-district play, especially the small school levels where you get these small districts. But then next week's going to be especially strange because next week, uh, more than a quarter of the entire state is going to be off next week. They're going to take a bye week next week. It's, it's the big, there's always one every year. It usually falls week five, week six, week seven, one of them. Next week is, is week six, going to be week six. So uh, a lot to learn tonight, and, and we're still not quite into the, the, the situation where every game uh, is, is uh, charting teams' path to the playoffs, but, uh, but we are certainly uh, getting towards that point, and it's an exciting time of year. Now uh, we'll get to some of the big statewide matchups coming up tonight. Uh, Central Texas, as far as Central Texas, one uh, matchup that's really interesting is uh, the number one ranked Mark Panthers as they take on Italy tonight. That should be a, a pretty good game. Yeah, most certainly. And I think that this is a game, you know, for the first time, you know, we're going to find out a little bit about Mart because this is an Italy team that I think is playing exceptionally well. You know, Mart is, uh, you know, ho-hum. They're, they're off to a, another undefeated start, as you would kind of come to expect. Uh, from Coach Kevin Hoffman's squad uh, on a bit of a revenge tour after falling short uh, last week and or last year in the title game. And look, they've they've looked dominant. They've looked at every bit the part of, of the number one team in 2A Division Two, uh, outscoring opponents uh, 170 to 20 for four games. Uh, that's pretty darn good. But this is their biggest test to date uh, by, I think, a pretty significant margin, taking on an unbeaten Italy team that – uh, to be quite frank, I don't think it's an accident. I don't think this is some uh, some team in, in Italy that, that has just shown up on our, on our doorstep out of nowhere. It's a team that I think has earned their way here. Coach Craig Horn, I think, has done an outstanding job, most especially because that offense has really caught fire. I mean, it's been really impressive to watch this Gladiators team kind of transform offensively. You know, they're, they're, they're putting up numbers that we haven't really grown accustomed to them putting up. And so that's what's really interesting. There's a big test for this Mark defense, you know, uh, which I think has – kind of overmatched a lot of teams so far. This is a team I don't think they can really overmatch. I think this is instead a team that they're going to uh, they're going to have to go and, and probably play four quarters again. Don't, don't get me wrong. I think that Mark's the favorite. They, I think they deserve that 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 uh, that title. But at the same time, you know, it looks a team that's not going to lay down and I think is much closer to their weight class than maybe some of the teams that Mark has played in route to their 4-0 start. Now, uh, talk a little bit about some of the games from across the state that y'all be covering tonight, some of the bigger matchups from across the state tonight. Yeah, it's, it's a huge game. It's a huge night of Texas high school football, uh, really everywhere in the state. But I think a lot of eyes are going to be out east, way, way out east in Panola County, uh, where the Carthage Bulldogs, the number one team in 4A Division II, the uh, two-time defending state champs, uh, welcome in the Gilmer Buckeyes in a rematch of the 4A Division II state championship game from a year ago. Now, this was a game that, uh, uh, if you remember back to that state championship game, 
Uh, Gilmer took a 14-0 lead, stormed out of the gates, got an onside kick, touchdown, uh, then got a turnover and another touchdown. Gilmer's feeling really good about themselves, up 14-0, and then Carthage rattled off 70 straight and ended up winning that game 70-14. to Gilmer hadn't forgotten about that, that. And, and this is a really interesting matchup. 4 number one versus number two in 4A Division Two, And what I think is very interesting about this, Carthage has had a little bit of offensive ups and downs, let's say a little bit inconsistent. They've been off for the past couple of weeks because of uh, teams canceling on them. Uh, what exactly do they look like out there at Bulldog Stadium? And, and furthermore, what does that portend for the rest of 4A Division Two? Because, look, if, if Carthage goes out, I'm pretty sure Gilmer is the second-best team in 4A Division Two. If Carthage goes out there and smashes them, then I wonder if you're going to start getting a lot of hangdog looks from a lot of the teams in 4A Division Two across the state of Texas, thinking, oh, boy, now what do we do? You know, we're going to have to let's, – let's rack up as many wins as we can before we have to run into this, this, this runaway freight train in Carthage. So that's one game we're certainly keeping an eye on. There's a huge game in the DFW Metroplex, Rockwall and Rockwall Heath. I think it's the biggest game in Rockwall County history. Two teams with absolutely electric offenses. I mean – Crazy offenses. Uh, 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 Josh Hoover, the quarterback for Rockwall, he has been fantastic. Braden Locke, the quarterback for, for Rockwall, committed to Mississippi State. Mike Leach knows something about quarterback. This is going to be, and the other thing about this game, I think both teams' defenses are a little bit optional, uh, so to speak. I mean, they're there. They're, they're trying. They're trying their best. But at the same time, the offenses are going to take center stage. I think this game could get wild into the 50s, into the 60s, dare I say into the 70s. I think this, this is going to be an offensive uh, a showdown out there at Rockwall County between Rockwall and Rockwall Heath and the district game. So that's pretty, pretty big as well. You know, there's other big games across the state. Uh, you know, Idle is taking on New Deal in the matchup of unbeaten out in West Texas. Uh, another game in Central Texas I'm particularly interested in, Little River Academy taking on Lorena in the district matchup. Uh, you know, Lorena, we, uh, somebody asked me earlier this week, do they think Lorena can win uh, Region 3? And, and I think this is going to be really telling because uh, I think that this is a, a game that's right in their weight class. Uh, with with an unbeaten academy team, the Bumblebees have been off to a fantastic start. So I think it's going to be a really fun night all across the state, pretty much in every region. But those are some of the really big games we've got our eye on. Hey, Greg, it's it's Tom Barfield, and I apologize. I had a little technical problems. One of the things I wanted you to talk about was, and I don't know if you did, and I apologize. The game, there's a game down in the San Antonio area, and, and I was watching your um, your. your um, your your, uh, your your thing on uh, on on Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine this morning, and you're telling me Johnson High School has mm-hmm. never trailed in a football game this year. Yeah, yeah, they're four and zero this year, and they have uh, they have never trailed. Uh, you know, they've 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 been tied at times, but those times have been awfully brief. San Antonio Johnson. Uh, has has not played in the, in what we would call a negative game state this year. Uh, they have been uh, out out uh, in front of everybody uh, to start, and and a big credit to why is because they've got a lot of resiliency. You know, their defense has been has been good, but it hasn't necessarily been locked down. But what they've been able to do instead is they've been able to find a way to have that counterpunch. You know, they they've they've uh, they've found a way. You know, last week uh, against uh, against uh, San Antonio MacArthur, they jumped out to a big lead. Really never looked back. Their big, their opening week win over San Antonio Wagner, I think, was a real telling game uh, where it was like, you know, this team might have something really cooking. And Coach Mark Soto has done a really good job turning this Jaguar team into a real juggernaut. And, and, and I think that tonight, when they, you know, when they take on San Antonio Brandeis, I think that's a really interesting matchup that's going to really tell the tale in District 28-6A. I'm really excited about it. Who are some of the some of the players, if you will, in that Greater San Antonio area? 
Yeah, you know, I, I think that inevitably what you're going to end up doing is gravitating towards the, the blue bloods down there. Uh, you know, you look at Civil of Steel, for example. Civil of Steel is a program uh, in San Antonio that is consistently one of the very best uh, in, the, in the state. And, and what they've got this year is, I think, a really strong defense. Guys like Davion Hook at the defensive back spot, Justin Elmore uh, up front, uh, Dante Payton. Uh, you know, they consistently have some big-time playmakers down there that I think are, are lighting it up. You know, one thing I think is, is, is particularly interesting down there in San Antonio is, is one of those blue bloods that we talk a lot about is in uh, San Antonio, or rather in Congress Judson, they've kind of fallen on hard times a little bit. And in and, and, and year, you know, they have an outstanding quarterback in Michael Burroughs. I think a lot of the problem with Judson this year is that he's had trouble staying on the field. He's been a little bit banged up. They had that week one win over, over DeSoto, but since then they've gone 0-3. Uh, that's one thing that down there in the San Antonio area, that's one particular uh, kind of hole in the resume that we've come to kind of expect is, hey, Justin's going to be really good. This year may be a bit of a down year, but that maybe opens up the the, uh, the path for teams like Smithson Valley, who, of course, has their own rich tradition, or teams like New Braunfels, who, who went to battle last night against Smithson Valley in a really good district game. Uh, I, I think that overall what you may be seeing down there in San Antonio is a little bit of turnover as far as teams that are able to go out there and, and maybe in the absence of a couple of those blue bloods, maybe step up and make a name for themselves. Is there, is there a school that you have kind of kept your eye on this year? And, you know, maybe not one of those blue bloods. It's starting mm-hmm. to, to start to grab your attention. Any classification uh, just in, in anywhere in, in the state that just yeah. you went, wow, didn't see that one coming. Yeah, you know, it, this is actually a good time to start talking about those, you know, because I think through three weeks, teams can kind of, you know, they can they can futz around their schedule and maybe get some teams in there that, that uh, get some wins that otherwise they wouldn't uh, be necessarily paying attention to. But there are certainly a couple of teams that I think have grabbed us by the collar and made us sit up and, and pay attention. You know, one of them down there kind of in the Brazos Valley area is Magnolia West. This is a team that I think is playing exceptional football. Uh, ben McGeehee, uh, the, the former coach at Sweetwater, moved over there, has done an outstanding job. Uh, with them kind of getting them uh, up to speed. I think they have been a real a real star uh, early in the season. You've got a number of teams that are kind of surprise 4 and O's. Teams like the Dilly Wolves from down South Texas who I don't think they've been I don't think they've been 4 and O's since like the 80s. I mean, it, it's been raw long time since they've been uh, they've been there. You know, another team in the San Antonio area that I think has certainly got, got our attention is San Antonio Harlandale, off to another 4-0 start. You know, a program that, that we don't talk a ton about out there in San Antonio, but I think has really risen to the top. And then, you know, if you're looking at the, at the big schools, you're looking for a team maybe in the, in, in the bigger classification that may, in fact, have an opportunity uh, uh, to make a run. I, w- I would look at a team like Keller in the DFW Metroplex, a team that I think has really surprised some people. And then I would look at a team you know, like Humble Summer Creek. You know, Kenny Harrison, uh, the coach there at, uh, at Humble Summer Creek, that last year they really Really took their lumps, but they have had. Uh, I was crunching some numbers the other day. The, the turnaround that they've had has been remarkable. And through the first four weeks of the year, they're scoring 36 more points per game than they did last year, and they are allowing 33 fewer points per game than they were last year. I mean, the, an incredible turnaround uh, for that squad down there. Now, we'll see how well, how sustainable that is at a, as they get into a difficult district play, but so far, so good uh, for, for Summer Creek. They've had a big turnaround so far. Greg, uh, where are the cameras going to be tonight? What are you guys looking at uh, tonight on uh, on Valley Sports Southwest? Yeah, we've got, of course, uh, uh, we're going to have coverage all across the state. Big games everywhere. New Deal and Idaloo out in the panhandle. We, of course, will be at Rockwall and Rockwall Heath, uh, which is a big game. Gilmer and Carthage is one that we're certainly keeping an eye on. And then uh, down in the uh, down in the, the Golden Triangle area, 
Uh, it's Port Nature's Groves. It is Nederland. It is Mid-County Madness. It is the 98th meeting of what I think is the best rivalry in Texas high school football. Uh, I think a couple of years ago, there was literally fireworks shot from one student section across the field into the other student section. No love <laughs> lost at the Bob Phillips Bowl. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll make sure we have a camera there at Valley Sports Southwest. <laughs> hey, Greg, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks for your time today. All right, take care. Talk to you soon. That is a Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and.